Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Adil Marcy Unplugged. I'm your host, the most as always, Adil Marcy, and today I am extremely happy that I've been able to get this person on uh, the show today, just simply because the timing of everything was just very uh, short space, otherwise we'd have to delay it for a few weeks, and that's never fun because I'm quite excited about this. So my, uh, my guest today is Akbar Sheikh, who is an amazing entrepreneur in the way that he's actually changed his life around, and... A true, in my opinion, I'd say a rags to riches kind of story, but more importantly, a, a story of willpower is the way I'd put it. And I'll get him to share this more more with you in a moment. But before we get into that, real quick shout out to our sponsors on the show today. We're always sponsored by AdwillMarcy.com. Go check it out. Go check out the podcast and previous episodes. Rate, like, share, uh, leave us a review. We, I love reading them. It always helps me out if I can improve on these always down to help out and improve. We're also sponsored by abrasiveentrepreneur.com, which is uh, Shane Hunter's website, which talks about Facebook ad psychology. It's a great free video he gives away. Check it out. And finally, we're also sponsored by this episode by akbarshake.com. That's A-K-B-A-R-S-H-E-I-K-H.com. Links will be in the description as always. And it's my very, very genuine pleasure to welcome Akbar to the, uh, onto the show. Are you there, bro? How are you, sir? It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate you know letting me on your show. Oh man, it's great to have you here. I mean, like you're a San Francisco original, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I am actually. Born, uh, born, uh, not raised. I was born there. I was raised in Connecticut, actually. Oh wow, that's pretty cool. That's pretty yeah. cool. Now, something I really want to kind of jump into because I don't want to get into um, too much stuff about this, but like something that is incredible about you about your story and something they've read. Uh, as soon as Courtney put it across me, I was like, uh, yes, have this person on the show, is how you basically went from one, well, I wouldn't say one extreme, but it's like one end of the spectrum to the other in a really short space of time, or relatively short space of time, as in you went from being uh, homeless uh, to partying too hard and then up in the hospital that should have killed you. And really crazily, you basically renounced your title crazy in a good way you were actually titled as the fast food junkie king of the east coast i mean like tell us about that please <laughs> oh gosh man where do i begin yeah i guess you know life is pretty you know i believe that a person is just composed of several different orbs you know their mental health their physical health their relationship health uh their spiritual health you know uh it's these four orbs really and actually the the main one, one of the main ones is really the fifth one, which is your big why. Um, my, all my orbs, all of them were pulverized to the ground. Um, so I wasn't functioning properly as a human being, which is really why I ended up in the hospital, um, half dead. And I should have died, but I didn't. Um, and I was saved and I took advantage of it. You know, I feel like God saved me, and I, I dropped all my bad habits, renounced my title as the fast food uh, king of the East Coast. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I was just like 50, 60, 70 pounds overweight. Uh, I was in a toxic relationship. Um, it wasn't very spiritual. Um, you know, did not, I hated my job. So I was just like, it's like a terrible formula, right? It's like cooking, um, it's like cooking an omelet with, with just eggshells. Yeah. You know, that's funny. I just came up with that, but uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I was just messed up, man. So yeah, I, I, I got saved. You know, I did not die, and I just, 
immediately changed my life, man. And, and, and what's cool about life and business, actually, wow, I'm, I'm having a little aha moment, even though I, I know this already, but it's cool to hear, is that, you know, things can really change right away. Yeah. I mean, honestly, things can really change today. Your, your life can improve today. Your business can honestly improve today. Um, you just need a, a couple of characteristics or to work on a couple of traits. Um, I was like the anti, you know, I was not a disciplined person at all. You know, every night was a Saturday night. I, that's still the case for me because I'm an entrepreneur, but uh, <laughs> back then it was every night was a Saturday night, meeting up all night, partying, you know what I mean? Um, and, and I did not have what is called discipline, you know. As soon as I was saved, I, like overnight, I just harnessed the power of discipline. And I dropped all my bad habits, cold turkey. I lost 50 pounds, you know. And I just totally changed my life overnight. In the process, I ended up being homeless because I had to leave my, my job at the time because I, I hated it. Um, so I, I became homeless. I migrated west, went to San Francisco and to start fresh. And I ended up living in, in, a, in a closet in, in the back of an office building. Actually, it was an electrical room where they kept the wires, uh, you know, for, for the phones and stuff. Um, you know, no windows, no hot water, no shower. Um, and it was really like that environment, which is where I really found my why. Uh, and that was internet marketing, you know, and that was after searching every day on, uh, on Craigslist for something, just, I'm just searching every day just for a big why. And, uh, I found it, you know, when I, when I bumped into internet marketing on, 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 uh, on Craigslist, I just felt like, you know, I felt like uh, Neo from the matrix. Right. And I was just like, wow. Like, I just see everything. Like, I know why that testimony is there. I know why that person is smiling. I know why they have that call to action, that, that button's red over there. You know, I know why they're crossing out that big price and putting a smaller price. Like, it, it was all just kind of clear to me. And I'm like, this is freaking brilliant. You know? Um, and then, yeah, I just, I just pursued it, and I, and I didn't give up. And, and here we are today um, being a guest on fine podcasts just like this. That's incredible. I mean, something I really want to, like, kind of jump into because you said it so powerfully it's like um it's harness it, it's being able to change your life in a day in a single moment now my question is how did that happen for you because you said that you were saved and you dropped all your bad habits and that myself included i've been through that situation where something has changed but i haven't let go of everything so i'm really curious like how you did that because that's such an incredible thing yeah, listen, it is honestly, and I'm toying with this right now, but right now, as, as I stand to you, I honestly think that discipline is one of the most powerful ways to uh, immediately in change your business, transform your business, increase your income, grow as a person and your business. How did I do it? I just made, you see, I just made a mental decision and I said, that's it. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'm done living like this. And I think I smoked. I took out my pack of cigarettes. I smoked one last cigarette, threw it in the trash. That's it. And I'm done. I went to McDonald's, had a double cheeseburger. My last double cheeseburger, no pickles, extra cheese. <laughs> and I had that was it. That's my last one. Done. Um, 
and I adopted an organic lifestyle and then I lost 50 pounds and you know, I dropped all my other bad habits. We'll keep it PG so I won't get into it. But um, I just did it all honestly cold turkey. You know, I did it all cold turkey um, and, I, and I never looked back. You know, and I do believe that, you know, there was divine uh, intervention. I believe that you have to, you have to want to help yourself in order to get help, you know, in order for the universe to help you, in order for, you know, God to help you. Uh, is you have to be actually looking to, to get help. And I was actively looking, you know, very actively looking for, for help. So, um, yeah, I mean, master discipline and things will really change for you very quickly. Cool. So it just basically all starts with a single choice, though, right? I mean, you're you're in power. Look, I saw I saw a doc. I'll give you a perfect example. I saw a documentary a couple of weeks ago called "What the Health." Okay, it's on Netflix. I highly recommend anybody watches it, or I don't, you watch wherever you want to watch it. It talked about uh, what did it talk about? It talked about like the meat, the U.S. meat or the global meat industry, and like how you really should not be eating meat. And I made a decision right then and there in the documentary. I was sold. It was a convincing, logical argument, showed proof, and uh, it was very logical and well argued, beautifully argued. I said, you know what? I, I'm done. I'm not having any more meat. And I made a decision right then and there. Boom. And you know what? I haven't had a single piece of meat since since then. Wow. And, it, and, and that's discipline. Yeah. It's basically saying what you're going to do and just doing it. I mean, it's easy on paper, right? But the truth is 99% of people can't do it. And the reason they can't do it is because they're not working on it. You know, they, they just, like, it's about becoming so laser focused, right? And ugh, God, you know what the problem is, man, is that there's so much freaking noise out there. So much noise, so much distractions. So many people are involved in 800 Facebook groups. People are involved in a, a million podcasts. People are, you know, they're just so consumed by endless information, entertainment, um, just all sorts of stuff. And that's why they can't concentrate on, they can't focus. You know, people cannot focus. We now have an attention span that is smaller than, than that of a goldfish. Yeah. Okay. It's scientifically proven. So you've got to get rid of all the noise. It's funny. People ask me like, hey, man, you heard about what so-and-so is doing, like some famous internet marketer. You hear what so-and-so is doing about their latest product launch or their latest webinar or – you hear what um, you hear about so and so's latest book or, or whatever, and I'm like, typically, I'm like, no, and they look at me, they're like, shocked, like, what? You don't know? I'm like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't have time to, to pay attention to all these people. Like, I'm busy implementing, uh, I'm I'm busy doing, and all, and, and the most people are, are busy just gathering this useless knowledge, and they say it's useless because they don't do anything with it. If I give you a Ferrari, but I, you know, you don't know how to turn it on, it's of no use to you. Yep. You know what I mean? So, so that's really what I try to really, one of the messages, one of my core messages that I try to spread is really like pure unadulterated focus, you know, because that's the only way you're going to grow. You know, you can grow every day. And if you're not growing every day, you're doing it wrong. So it's really like, it's got to start. Here's the thing, man. I'll, I'll put it to you this way. What's the glo- Do you know what the global divorce rate is right now? The global divorce rate, I think it's like 60% or 50, 50 or 60%, right? It's over 50%. Damn. Fluctuates depend on what um, study you look at. It's over 50%. What does that mean? The majority, this is a fact, the majority of people get divorced. 
All right. Now that's a very sad, sad thing to say. Okay, divorce, it's a terrible thing. It, it, it cripples people emotionally, financially. Uh, it has a, such a massive ripple effect. It's, it's a, one of the biggest problems in society right now, frankly speaking. Yeah. What's the root cause? A lot of these people are getting married. Shouldn't have even gotten married in the first place. You see, they're not priming themselves for marriage. And it's the exact same thing in business. People are not priming themselves. They're just going to jump into something or they're just going to make a decision. Okay, I'm going to do this. And by the way, most of them don't even end up doing it. You know, they're, they're just stuck in the information uh, phase. The proper way to do these things is to get primed. So before you start, decide to start a business. And by the way, if you're already in business, it's not too late to do this exact same process. Is to prime yourself through strengthening core skills that are needed to run a successful business, such as discipline, all right? Now, I'll give you a perfect example. I'm not organized. Like, I'm not an organized person. Like, I'm not one to keep up with spreadsheets and update documents and update spreadsheets. And, you know, I work with a lot of clients one-on-one. -on -one. Right. Uh, you know, I'm not organized. So now what do I do about that, right? That's a gap. I fill it in. You know, I, I, I got an assistant. Done. Daniel, now, now my assistant takes care of all of it. You know, I you know, like we do this podcast. You know, I didn't even, you know, I, 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 my hands were completely off of it. And if my hands were on it, I would have booked it for you know in the middle of the night yesterday. Nobody would have shown up. You know what I mean? So it's really about priming yourself for anything before you get involved into because a marriage and a business is really the same thing. You know, it's the same level of commitment. So before you make these life-altering decisions, you need to make sure you're ready to participate in them successfully. And if you're already in business, it's not too late at all. You need to get a coach. Listen, I'm already married, but guess what I have? I have a relationship coach to make sure that our core skills that are needed for an optimal relationship are intact and are being tuned up. And that's what people need in business, in health, in relationships. You need to tune up the uh, the skills and traits needed to be successful. That's very cool. I like that. Now, there's something, again, going back to it, because you did mention it. You said discipline was one of the things that you need to build as a skill to be successful in business. What other skills would you actually recommend? I mean, you, you really need a very big why, um, which is not so much a skill, but you definitely need a really big why. I mean, if you're in it for, for, for just the money, it's, it's absolutely not going to work. Um, you know, you, you need a very solid why, you need a very solid drive, uh, you need to be organized, you need to have a, uh, you need to have discipline, you need to understand the power of building a team, so you need some management skills. Um, you know, uh, I would start with that, believe me, that's more than enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is more than enough in any sense anyway, but what I really find interesting there is nothing you've said right now is about it's all internal that's basically what you've talked about is everything you've just said right now is all internal work become mm -hmm. a better leader understand your why and most importantly have the discipline to follow through or i'll add, I'll add a fourth one which is integrity do what you say and say what you do right and those are, those are very, very powerful in the right way that they're, they're all set up. Now, something I did read, and if it's okay to actually ask about this, something that you co-founded is an online mattress site where its core focus is to eliminate homelessness in San Francisco, right? Yeah. Now, 
what gave you that idea? Was it just the fact that you wanted to give back or was it something else? Well, I mean, you know, I was homeless, you know, <laughs> in San Francisco. Listen, everything I try to do, you know, that's another thing, right? I, this is a tip I always give people. Like, it's funny you said that. Everything we talked about is internal. Like, we're, notice how we're not talking about, like, you know, how to make, or not yet anyway, we're not talking about how to make seven-figure funnels, how to make a successful business. Because, frankly, that part is actually, I find, easier um, than, all the, than all the internal stuff. Now... You know, I try to give, and you and y'all will make more money, right? If you start being committed, if you start being disciplined, if you start doing growth activities every day, you will make more money. And what I always suggest to people is like, you know, try to donate at least ten percent uh, of gross. By the way, um, that's what I do. You know, I try to donate ten percent uh, of growth because. You know, we got to give back. As, as entrepreneurs, we are gifted. I mean, let's just say it like it is. We are we are gifted. We're not better than anybody, but we're gifted, and we're able to make more money than the, than the vast majority of people. Right. Okay. We need to give back. We need to be grateful. We need to um, participate in making the world a better place. It, it, it's our responsibility to do so as 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 gifted individuals. Uh, and, and, I, and I'm a, and I'm a strong believer in that that we need to help people because we're in a position to help. Uh, and a lot of people are, are, are listening right now and be like, dude, I'm the one who needs help. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Guess what? So is that. Uh, but if you continue to if you continue to push and you follow the appropriate steps, you will get in a position uh, to start helping people. But you need to start thinking about this now because you need to get your mentality uh, aligned with that. Because once you start thinking beyond yourself and, and start thinking about the bigger picture, uh, things happen quicker. And then things happen uh, in a more automated fashion. I agree with you entirely. Though. Yeah. It, it's incredible. So something I do want to jump into now, because it's, um, again, very wary of time, because I know you, uh, you're heading off very, very soon as well. Um, hence why we, we're doing this today. But something yeah, you actually sure. touched upon that was very powerful was that you said, like, let, let's talk about seven-figure funnels, because... This is something that you you you've built and do for work, and this is something I do as well. I have you know my whole situation how I create my own stuff. But I'm curious, what is it that makes a seven figure funnel to you? Like, what are the key elements? Excellent question. Um, if you want to get technical about it, I mean, there's a lot of things we can talk about. You know, one of the things I think is simple for people as far as the template is is what I call the seven ethical principles of persuasion. Um, we can call it EPOP, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and it's seven things that I found that, that most uh, all seven-figure funnels have, okay? Um, and that's authority, okay? Uh, and I can break, I guess I'll just kind of mini break it down for you. Authority is, um, well, look, you know, let's take the doctor as an example. And I'm not a big fan of doctors, by the way, no disrespect. <laughs> um, when you go to the doctor's office, you sit there, you wait in his office. Yeah, he makes you wait, I don't know, half hour to an hour. And, uh, and then you come in, in you know, into his office. He spends about two minutes with you, checks off some stuff, um, and gives and just gives you some pills to pop. And um, you know what? You, you sit there and you're like, yes, sir, yes, sir, thank you, thank you, thank you. How many pills? Great. What time? Great. And these pills have well, sometimes terrible side effects, and you don't ask two questions about it. And you just leave. You pay him up the nose, and you leave happily. Uh, why? Why did that ridiculousness all take place? Because that dude is wearing a white coat. 
He's the authority. And you listen to an authority. No, you, you listen to an authority, you wait for an authority, and you pay an authority high, uh, high amount of money. You need to be the doctor in your funnel. Okay, so that's authority. Number two is scarcity. Uh, and I got, I got to put a little asterisk here. You got to do ethical scarcity. Okay. People who do, uh, for those who don't know what scarcity is, scarcity is simply like, you know, you, you've, seen, you've seen this, right? Like uh, only one day left or um, yeah. only, only three spots left and all this jazz, right? right. Um, most of it is, is, I don't want to generalize, but a, a lot of these are lies. Okay, people are just lying, straight up lying. Um, that's for lazy people, uh, and lazy people don't make it in business. Okay, uh, don't I don't care all these like books you're reading about the four hour work week and this and that. Can I tell you something? I'm not, I'm not hating on the four hour work week, but I'm saying, um, well, look, I haven't mastered it. I mean, I I, I do very very well, but I, I work all day. Um, it's it's if you think that, and a lot of people get in here. Oh, you know. I can work a couple hours and make seven figures and laptop lifestyle and this and that. I, I don't know. Good luck. It's a bit of a pipe dream. You know what I mean? Um, so ethical scarcity has to be honest and that requires a little more time, a little more creativity, but it, it, it really, really works. It's fear of missing out and it's just taking advantage of, of the brain and human nature and the brain does not want to miss out on a deal, which is why Black Friday uh, is like an insane asylum, right? Yeah. Um, people literally trampling over each other. People literally killing one another. I mean, you know, people. I think every year people die just from getting trampled on uh, on, 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 on Black Fridays. I think I think that's a fact. Yeah, um, it's, it's yeah. a scary fact. Yeah, no, it's a terrible fact. Um, and that's frankly, I would say unethical scarcity because in reality they just have like one TV that's like I don't know, twenty five percent off, forty percent off, whatever, and there's like. 10 of them in stock or whatever. And I mean, the whole thing is a bit of a joke, really. Um, but anyway, ethical scarcity works phenomenally well. Uh, copy, which frankly most people have a problem with. Um, copy, man, we can have a whole show on just copy. I mean, yep. you know, obviously you specialize in copy. I specialize in copy. Um, every word has to have a purpose. Every word has to have a meaning. I'll put it to you this way. Like, take a look at a movie. If a movie's a flop, right it made no money got two thumbs down generally the script is pretty bad however if you have a good script it it could be a cult classic it could be an oscar award-winning movie um and that's really the difference between good copy and bad between a flop and and, and, a, and a legend maker you know uh, it's a difference between background elevator noise that's forgettable or or a masterful uh orchestra that, a masterpiece you know um, and most people are not good at that. And, and the reason is, is because it, it, it's a craft. It's an art that you don't wake up and, or fill in some template or, you know, you don't wake up and just write amazing copy. Like it's something you have to hone and craft and practice. Um, and I'm not saying this to discourage anyone because we would be like, man, I'm, I'm kind of, some people are like, well, I'm not just good at it. What does that mean? I want to have good copy for years. No, the reality is what you should really do is uh, do what you do best and outsource the rest. Hire a copywriter. There's things that I am clueless about that I hire out. For example, Facebook ads. I, I have no idea. I, I'm not interested, frankly. Um, I shouldn't say I have no idea. I mean, I have a, you know, a yeah, I have an idea, but you don't want but, to redo it. It's not something you no, want I, to do. No, it's not something I'm interested in doing. Um, you outsource it. You know what I mean? So that's copy. Then we have uh, tenacity. 
Uh, and tenacity is really more on the email marketing side, and it's really just about like most people need like you know seven to twelve touches before they buy from you. So it's about the art of drip marketing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so really, that yeah, I mean, and again, that's like a whole other, uh, a whole, a whole other topic. Each one of these can be a whole. You know, well, but, this is this is why I'm going to get you on the show again next time. We're going to have a whole hour, just to, like a whole show dedicated to these two points. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I guess I'll just I'll just quickly go through the last uh, couple of points, you know, just for time's sake. But uh, social proof, reciprocity, uh, and likability. Yeah, I mean those things are like very very powerful. And just something I want to touch upon again when we go back to copy for a second, because I want to give you guys like a a real quick example of this. It's a quote that I read. I think I was I was really young when I read this quote, and it stuck with me forever. And every great copywriter will tell you the difference between a good copywriter and an absolutely shit copywriter mm-hmm. is this: is who tells the better story in a more succinct, simple way that that audience can relate to. That's all it is. If you can tell the story, it's um. Dan Candy says it all the time. Why would you say last year, January 2017 on this day? Why not just say January 2017? You know, shorten it out. Make people have short attention spans, especially online. We covered this earlier. And something I love about your website, by the way, and genuinely you can tell you understand this. Nearly every sentence you write on here is essentially two lines. It's two right. to three lines at most. The reason is, and I, I preach this till my lungs bleed, until my <laughs> voice goes out. There's certain words you don't use, but there's also certain like ways that should be created. The shorter, like a short sentence versus a big block paragraph will do you wonders. Like a short sentence, if you take that block paragraph and break it up to like two lines each, I can guarantee people will read through that quickly because they're looking for speed, and most people skim. So skim, yeah. make it easy for them to skim. Have subheadlines. Have everything in depth. Again, not to get ahead of myself. I want to back on this show so we can talk about this in depth because I know that's going to be a crazy show. I find that people are writing probably fifty percent more than what they need to write. Entirely, entirely <laughs> too true. I remember when I got hired for a job one time uh, to write client copy, uh, like copy for a client. Oh, you're um, scared? I thought you had a nine to five job. Oh, hell no. I've not had one of those. I, I have those every so often. And the reason, the last time I had one I was 22. And the only reason I had it was uh, I lost the ambition to work for myself. So I decided to get a job to remind myself why I hate working for other people. <laughs> it's funny you said that. I had my first ever job um, in recent years, actually. I'm in my 30s. I won't tell you what. I won't tell you how old I am. But I'm in my, <laughs> um, well, I mean, my young 30s, actually. Um, but anyway, I had my first ever job, and the only reason I did it um, was because it was like a really good cause. It was kind of like a nonprofit, actually. It was an educational sector, and it was helping a lot of people around the world. It's a really positive, great kind of vibe. Still, man, man, I got to tell you, and I had, you know, coming into it, man, it's like, I put it, I put it this way, you know, like a frog, right? Right. Put a frog into a pot of water, all right? And you warm up that water a little bit. Okay, the frog's going to chill, he's going to stay, he's fine. You turn up that heat a little bit more, frog's going to be all right, he's going to adjust, you know, he's, he's cool. Turn up that heat a little bit more, frog, you adjust, he's cool, he's just hanging out. Turn up that heat a little bit more, now that frog is cooked, he's done, he's dead. And really, I find that's what's happened to like all the nine to five people, is that they got in there when they were like 18, 19, whatever. And then they slowly just like, you know, submitted to this 
nightmare called nine to five. Um, a, a very interesting experience. My God, really eye, really, really eye opening. I, I don't like a lot of the concepts in there. Um, my God, so much cooler, uh, so much water. Uh, what do you call it? Water cooler talk. So yeah. much socializing and just hanging out and talking about current events and all this nonsense, like hours a day. And I don't know if it's like that. I only had one job. I don't know if it's like that in other jobs, but. Um, oh, no, it is. It's usually like there's a lot of what I would call bitch talking. And uh, even, even yeah. when you. It's the whole thing. Like, if you don't go out with the other people to spend the money that you've worked hard to earn, instead of like going back and investing it like a smart person, what they do is they get completely. Again, this is not an indictment to people, and I've got nothing against your lifestyle choices. Have them, but if you're going to wake up in ten years' time and wonder why you're basically still broke and wondering why you still don't have your shit together and stuff like that, and not living the dreams you chose for, that's that's down to consequences. And here's the situation that you're pointing out: you're looking out with people. They're encouraging you to spend the money you could use on investing in your own future on booze, drugs, and just a one-time effect that's basically going to fuck with your body for the next 20, 30 years. Right? Yeah. I mean, that, you have can that choice. Can you say it again about your body in 25 years? Hmm? What you say about your body in 25 years? Like, you're going to fuck with it. If you, if you just keep doing the same thing, you're not going to live a healthy lifestyle, and you're basically going to be end, you're going to end up putting your body through a lot more pain than it needs to be. Yeah, and by the way, and for all of those people listening who are currently unhealthy, uh, you could totally change your entire body from the inside out in a very short amount of time. You know, on a molecular level, we're constantly changing. Our skin is shedding. Yeah. Uh, our, our cells are rejuvenating. Um, if you immediately cut out the toxins in your life, and, and by toxins I mean all like the high fructose corn syrups and all the chemicals you're ingesting from all these foods, um, you, your body will immediately change. I remember my, I, when um, I went to the doctor after I made these changes, he's like, man, you've got the liver of like a 16-year-old, you know, and, and, and oh man, your cholesterol shot down. Like, you can totally cure yourself. Never say, oh, man, you know, it's too late for me. I've done too much damage. No, nah, it's all reversible. It's been proven that all, most all disease is reversible through proper uh, nutrition and exercise. Yeah. I mean, it's it's an incredible thing because it, just to touch upon what you're saying, because I know, again, uh, my favorite two questions are coming up that we're going to get to. And again, you're someone that can spend hours talking to this about and everyone can listen in on it but this um molecularly speaking your body recreates your skeletal system and your molecular system every two to five years by the way your yeah. liver and everything just starts rejuvenating constantly it's what you program it, it the best way i can put this if you're a gamer you'll understand this if you're not a gamer just try and picture it as like livestock the better and healthier your livestock the better and healthier the the bricks, the materials that you're giving your body to build with, the better you become. The shitter your material is, like it's run down, it's old, it's moldy, it's broken, whatever it is, it's going to continue building with those same bricks that are slightly broken. You're going to be wondering why your health isn't getting better, your life isn't turning around. Well, fix those, you fix everything. And as we said earlier, everything starts with yourself internally. And the most important thing, and yes, it is done to death in the self-help market, but start with your goddamn why and move forward because if your why scares the crap out of you, cool. If your why inspires you and scares the crap out of you, even better. Yeah, I mean, can I tell everybody something? Yeah, go for it. Honestly, 
nothing is new. Okay, you're not. I'm sure you've heard this message before. All the quote unquote gurus today, whatever it is they're saying, take Tony Robbins, for example, who I love. He has this saying uh, if you want to be successful, follow someone who is successful, do exactly what they do, and you'll be just as successful, if not more. And everyone's like, oh man, that's so cool. That's awesome. Well, the reality is, who did he get that from? He got that from the guru of the previous generation, which was uh, Zig Ziglar, who said the exact same thing. And where did Zig Ziglar get that? From the previous generation guru, who said the exact same thing. So, guys, there's nothing new here. Like, stop trying to dig for that golden, like, you know, that, that, that what do they, you know, that, 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 that pie in the sky, that, that, that dream, you know, pill that you just swallow and you just change your mind. It doesn't exist. It's just a matter of doing it. Like, stop all your bad habits. Like, I just do it. I, nobody taught me how. I just did it. I just made a mental decision to drop them all, and I dropped them, and I stuck to it. And every time, yeah, okay, there's little, there's little kind of um, nuances that, that can help you. Like, for example, like when I was trying to lose weight, and I go to, like, family's house and stuff like that, um, and it'd be, be like a birthday party, right, a family. You know, I, I love to socialize. And, you know, uh, there'd be a cake, right? being served like and i have like 30 people looking at me like hey man have a slice of cake i'm like you know and this are a lot of people they, they succumb to peer pressure and you got to kind of like look at things in a different mentality you have to actually be so proud of yourself and be like you know what no guess what i it's not that and you know people say they get they kind of shrivel up and you, you can kind of watch your body they kind of shrivel up a little bit and they say you know i can't i'm, I'm kind of watching my weight you know what i mean like they're kind of embarrassed I'm telling you do the exact opposite and say, hey, you know what? I don't do that. I'm actually in the process of getting really healthy and living an awesome quality lifestyle. I, I, I don't do that. Sorry. Thank you. Though. You know, like very confidently, very proudly. And I'll tell you something. People, it's difficult in the beginning, but then people respect you. This is why I'm, I'm just telling you what happened to me. People respect you. And then when you, see, you lose weight and you see results, then all those haters come to you and be like, hey, you know, they're going to hate on you, but come on, it's just one bite, one slice, not going to do anything. It, it does. One bite does do something. It's like a gateway drug. One bite of cake is like a gateway drug, right? So it's like, don't even have a bite. You know what I'm saying? I'm just giving an example. But those same haters will come to you later and, be, and ask you for advice. Hey, man, how do you lose weight? I really need to lose weight. You know what I mean? So believe me, um, just stick to what is good for you because you can't help anybody uh, yeah. if you don't fix yourself first. And I know that most people are inherently good uh, and they want to help others, you know? Yeah, it's so very, very true. Now, again, very quickly, I want to jump into because again, we've got about 10 minutes left. Um, so my favorite question of all time is always to ask this. If, like, at a moment, at the time that you were kind of down, confident, sharp, and we've covered it a little bit. I just want to like kind of retouch upon this. Your confidence is completely shot. You know, everyone's been in that situation. What did you do to raise yourself back up? I mean, I got to think, man. I mean, yeah, there have been times when I was really depressed. I had crippling anxiety. In my times where I just like, I just like, I don't know, like I kind of micro giving up or I just like, I've tried so much. I just don't know what to do. You know, mm-hmm. man, I'm kind of going back. Yeah. Man, there have been pretty bad times. I mean, you know, life really, really changed for me when you ch- You are like the combination of the five people that you were around about the most. Like you are who you hang out with, in other words. Yep. 
things really changed for me when I started hanging out with like a higher quality of people, nicer people, um, generous people uh, who are doing well, who are responsible, who are ethical, who are honest, who are good natured. Surround yourselves with high quality people and that will uplift you if you're in a time of need and good people want to help people. They want to uplift you. Just like, you know, I, I now I mentor people. You know, before I was in dire need of being mentored. You know, so so that would be kind of a I, I think a good piece of advice. Awesome. So basically surround yourself with the with with better quality people that can raise you and have your back as well. So essentially that's that's actually very powerful because that's helped me. Uh, a lot, especially recently. Now, my other question is really down to three pieces of advice or even one big piece of advice that you'd love to give to people um, who are basically in that lull of they're trying to like raise their game back up to, you know, they've hit that roller coaster of entrepreneurship that's just on the lull on the way down. Um, how do they keep themselves or how do they get themselves back up or the people that basically hit a plateau what do they do to get inspired again? So what three pieces of advice did you give to those people? To people who have been stuck in their business, uh, 92% of businesses, small businesses are not growing. But the cool part about that is 92% of them can grow. They're just not. Analyze your day. Like take a look at your day and write down everything. I mean everything. Like, did you go get a coffee? Write that down. Did you go sharpen your pencil? Okay, that shows how old I am. Uh, write that. You know, um, analyze it at the end of the day. Are you working on your business or are you working in your business? And then you say, oh, I can't afford help right now. Well, can you afford bankruptcy? Because you know that's where you might be heading. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, Get an assistant no matter what. They're extremely affordable. You don't have to get one part-time. You don't have to get one full-time. You get one for a couple hours a week. You can get them for you know, $10 an hour. Okay, get an assistant who will help you progress. <laughs> Write down your goals and break them down, okay? Um, and then break them down further. And then if you keep breaking down your girl, your goals and your girls, your goals, um, you will have an awesome checklist, okay? Uh, and... You have to do three uh, of these, what I call growth moves every day. And that's how you grow. It's impossible. Put it to you this way. Understand science. Understand it is scientifically impossible not to grow if you're taking steps forward. <laughs> like it's, it's scientifically impossible not to get to the, to the finish line, uh, you know, if, it, if you're walking. Do you see what I'm saying? But most people are just, you know, walking on a treadmill. They're not going anywhere. And the way to go forward is to first, A, identify what your goals are. And here, let me give you an example. Okay, I want to create a funnel. I don't know. It's gonna that, that creates a hundred thousand dollars, for example. Okay, cool. Uh, what do I need in this funnel? Okay, I need an opt-in page. I need a sales page. I need a order page. I need a thank you page. Okay, cool. What do I, write that down? Okay, break it down again. Okay, uh, an opt-in page. What do I need for an opt-in page? Well, I need some copy. I need a picture. Uh, I need a reason for them to opt in. Okay, cool. Guess what? That's your checklist. So today you should be getting a picture. You should be finding out copy. And you know, today, and here's the thing, in today's day and age, like you don't have a lot of room for excuses, right? So for example, if you have some copy for your opt-in page and you're not a copy expert, I highly suggest you outsource it, number one. But number two, if you can't, if you're just financially not in a position to, you know, you're just starting out, um, just put it in a group, like a popular like copy group on Facebook and say, hey guys, here's what it is, any, any, any tips, anything? 
And you'll get guys who are basically trying to sell their services um, to edit yours for free in front of everyone so that they can show everyone their skill sets. You see what I'm saying? So you really have to take advantage of this economy, this, this internet marketing economy, because what it is is you have a bunch of people who understand that if I give value, later on I'll get sales. So they give a ton of value out. So take advantage of that. You know, a lot of work done uh, by people trying to prove themselves. Um, and then, you know, every day if you're doing these, the, if, if you have this checklist and every day you're doing at least three items, and that's the thing. I say this, don't go to sleep until you've done three items. That Make that a rule. Like, I have this checklist, and, and each one, you know, it could be minor. Like, oh, find a picture for nothing. Um, don't go to sleep until you've done three things. Okay. Uh, and you will grow. You absolutely will grow. That I agree with entirely. And something if you do want to like if if you're like me where you want to have like little wins all the way throughout the day i usually do i usually put stuff that i do anyway on my checklist and just tick it off like oh i had a shower today check but usually i put that with like going to the gym and have a shower right after versus you know like don't do either one or only do one of them what i'm saying is they just give you a slight bit of momentum to move forward but that's incredible I really you know i haven't showered it's terrible i haven't showered in a few days i don't know i haven't had time to be honest with you <laughs> That's what happens when you're an entrepreneur. You get the choice to have a shower when you can because you know you're going to be working. But, uh, Akbar, thank you so much for actually taking the time to do the show. Um, and I really want you back at se- like when we do season four. I'd love to have you as a guest again, especially because, yeah. you know, I want to talk about copy and emails and everything else in between because there's just so much crazy good stuff that I know we can connect on. Um, but, again, thank you so much for uh, taking the time and actually doing the show today and, you know, right before you head off. Just real quickly for everyone checking it out, um, Akbar's got like a free masterclass on his website, so it's akbarshake.com. Um, again, links in the description, but if you want to check it out, it's A-K-B-A-R-S-H-E-I-K-H.com. Um, you'll see him with his ClickFunnels uh, awesomeness. There's the two comma club at a lake. Seriously, he looks like a stock model. Let's just put it this way. He looks like a stock <laughs> model is essentially what he's done there. But check it out. Get on board on his mailing list and just like glean everything you can because he's not wrong people will give away the farm um adding value make sure you apply everything you can and most importantly do get an assistant because that shit makes your life so much easier but yeah just closing out the show guys look forward to seeing you on the next episode of adela marcy unplugged and i just want to thank akbar again one more time for being here thanks man my pleasure guys and yeah and just you know listen if you have a goal uh, of trying to make this world a better place and and that's your goal by helping people uh, you'll see your business grow. You just have to internalize it and believe it because uh, the world needs the support of small businesses. And uh, that, that's really my goal is to try to make this world a better place. So, yeah, I really appreciate it. I had a lot of fun. Mom, uh, encourage you to enjoy my master class and, uh, and listen to, to Ago, man. I mean, this, uh, I'm, I'm really impressed with, with everything you've been saying, man. Oh, thanks, man. Cool. All right, guys, I'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Bye. Peace.